We're on the air. Let's get this chat going. Turn the volume down on this guy. Yep. Synergy. Okay. Well, I should turn that down. Arcade Radio. We have a, a show going on right now. I just got a reminder. Just said we you went do? live. Shit. We're probably live. Should probably show up for that. Yeah. Live. 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 Yeah. We're we're doing it live. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. Okay. I'm gonna turn my phone stuff on so I don't get any notifications during the show. That was weird last week. I got. It was a fun show last week. We did a little bit of call-in episode. That was cool. Yeah, it was. It's like a variety show. I liked it. I think we should do it again. You okay. should. Yeah, I I think people would really enjoy that. I mean, we I I told some people about it that that weren't listening in that week, that are going to be listening this week, and they were pretty cool with that. So, huh. like, I would, I would I would call in, and I asked people to call in. I, you know what? I'm going to look at the the. Oh, let's. That's on our show notes. Actually, let's give them the number now. But. Sure. Let's do that right we now. Have to, we have to ignore them during the show, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go and look at the Google Voice right now to make sure that... Apparently he sent it to me, so I'm going to put it in the Google hang in my little folder. Okay. Sorry about that. Oh, what are we talking about? Nothing? Well, I did get a call that is not... Uh, it's not... Uh, <laughs> I'll play this on the air. This is going to be funny. Okay. It's like a 12-second message. Uh, yep. This one was left today. Someone left us a voicemail. How kind. Yeah. All right, we'll look at the voicemail later. Uh, and uh, well, Let me get my chat open here. i got to look at the chat. If you guys ever want to leave a voicemail, you can call us anytime, 612-548-GAME. Yeah, and you know, uh, you'll notice uh, Steve is supposed to be on the show. This is typical. Um, but he, <laughs> he, he's having some technical difficulties right now. But that's okay. You know, got to love we'll it. Work that yeah, we'll work that through. We'll work it. We'll work on it. You know, if he doesn't show up, he doesn't show up. But that'd be sad because we did all that that tech check like an hour ago, and he was he was good. A couple hours, I guess. It's Steve. Yeah. Oh, how are the chatters doing? The chatters are doing good. Oh shit! Me? I have to check this chatter. I didn't even check my camera. I'm gonna. Uh, it's, it's a little off here. There was somebody else sitting here the other day. Oh. Had a no. meeting. Ah. What? Yeah. That seems weird. Like okay. Oh wait, we got a couple things you got to do here. We do. Let's see. I'll I'm put the chat. Oh, I got the chat. Ridiculous. Let's see. Brian's been drinking, so just be prepared, chatters. Hey, off, listen. Off. Yeah, he's being obnoxious. Yeah. I'm responding in kind. Uh, he. So basically, he's saying that I'm being obnoxious, but uh. I'm. Not, I'm not. I'm not being obnoxious. My next door neighbor's dog is obnoxious. Dang it, that dog. Yo, Eddie, what's up, Brian Frober? Hey, Brian, I got your email. Uh, I ordered a bunch of mailing supplies for the last three weeks of prizes because I don't want to go to the post office very often. 
Uh, oh my god, the post office is like the dregs of humanity. It is. And it, not only the people that are there, but the people that work there. So I, I bought a bunch of padded envelopes and packaging, and those will be coming this week. And I am going to get all the prizes for the last three weeks in the mail this week. Some of them may go out this weekend. That includes skulls, pigs, keychains, magnets, all that shit. Nice. So Sweet. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. To check that out, Brian, you know, some 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 chatters are loving your cabarets, man. Oh yeah, I don't want to jump ahead to what you're doing, but somebody somebody was able to get some things shipped. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to add Steve one more time and see if he Oop. He joins. See Jason's in the chat. He uh, did you see he got the pie position working? I saw it on screen. I didn't see it play. <laughs> That's cool. It's pretty cool. That is it's, cool. It's cool. All yeah. right. That's it. There's a big. There's a big nothing happening on that end. But it's okay. You know, if, even if he, I hope he goes home and joins from his house, because it'd be cool to see Grinkers all lit up, but. His Wi-Fi's are not working. Yes, they're very small. <laughs> the the mice are asleep that run his Wi-Fi. Hello, Speedy. <laughs> this is Slowpoke Rodriguez. Oh yes. My Wi-Fi's are not working. Yeah. <laughs> I have something to tell you. <laughs> My Wi-Fi's are not working. That's not racist at all. <laughs> no, but neither was the cartoon, uh, which was also Mel Blank, right? I'm just emulating uh, yeah. Mel Blanc. I'm not trying to be Mel racist. Mel Blanc, uh, as, you know, of Hispanic origin, Mel Blanc. What's happening? I got oh, this on board the Starship Enterprise. Oh, that is beautiful. I like that. This is in a wine glass. This is a uh, iron butterfly. Got, oh, my God. I have, have one, too, but it's on my. It's in my underwear. So. <laughs> Do you guys know what's in an iron butterfly? Ever, anyone know what's in an iron butterfly? No. It's delicious. Okay, we're not gonna tell me. You're like, oh, it's delicious, but I'm oh, not gonna tell. It's, Amazing. It's uh, goodbye. Irish cream. Uh, a little bit of well, I put a little bit of milk, so it's not so strong. Uh, Kahlua and vodka, and then you should garnish with uh, hazelnuts, kind of like a white Russian, but it's a little stronger because it uses Bailey's. Yeah. I'm channeling the dude. <laughs> yes, I am. Nadropolis, welcome to the show. Welcome. Yeah. This. I mean, you know. Hey, who liked that Colin episode last week? That was pretty freaking cool. <laughs> no, Aaron, I'm not going to garnish with his nuts. Sorry. So anyway. you need a rug to tie the room together. <laughs> I have a dog to tie the room together. Oh, she went away. Oh, it's sad. She's like, I hate the sound of your voice. I'm leaving. <laughs> what is an OVPN file? I don't even know. What's it? What is an OVPN file? O- OVP. Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. It sounds. It but, sounds dangerously like a virus. Ew. Oh. Space Zap. That's a beautiful cabinet. That the artwork on the side of that is absolutely stunning. Is that a full size, is or is it a cab? It's the cabaret that was here. Yeah, I never saw it while it was there. But you're jumping ahead. Oh, I'm just looking year. at the cabinet on the screen right now. 
You know? What are you doing? What are you doing, Mark? Are you sexting? What? No. <laughs> I'm trying to stuff happening. I should have I should have scanned the side art on that. That was gorgeous side art, by the way. <laughs> hey, who on wants what? to give who wants to give Steve space up. from Grinkers another couple minutes? Or should we just get this thing going? Well, the first part of the show we can just get going and then he can join us for the interview. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Natropolis says there's a roofing company in his city with a very similar logo to Arcade Road. You know, it's funny because uh, doesn't uh, Monster Energy Drinks have a similar logo? There's actually a bunch of people that do. There's a lot. Yeah. Slug I test. mean, I'm not the first person to think about turning an R backwards and making it into a space invader, but... It's a know. juicy IPA. Billy says, "Start the show and let him join. Let's get this thing on. Let's get, let's get thing on rails." Is what? What? That's what I'm go. hearing. What's that? Let's go. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna try something. I'm gonna start the intro, and then I'm gonna see if I can get a drink and come back. <laughs> You've done this before. And mute Brian. <laughs> I can't mute let's you. All, let's all do that. Start the intro. We all run away. All right, here we go. <laughs> From KOYR Studios in Minneapolis, Minnesota, this is Arcade Radio. Commander, computer reporting. Intruder alert, intruder alert. Hello and welcome to Season 4, Episode 20 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, May 14th, 2020, and the time is now approximately 7.27 p.m. Central. I'm your host, Adam Steven Siemens. That sounds terrible. I'm joined by my co-host, Mark Time Runner Shields, <laughs> and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and dirty rotten scoundrel, Brian Thurston Owl Armitage III. And I don't read the show notes before I read this whole thing, so it's I'm kind of funny. So joining us tonight from beautiful Eagle, Idaho, owner of the most authentic 1980s... 19... 1980s. <laughs> Uh, it's over, folks. See you later. <laughs> All right. Thank you and good night. <laughs> the most authentic 1980s arcade on the planet. Knower of things and seeing of the future. Ladies and gentlemen, I should have read the show notes before I read this. Please welcome to the show. He's not here. So when Steve joins us, we'll introduce him again. But he's having some technical difficulties, and we are just going to move on without him. Because that's how we roll. And we're glad you're here with us. I hope everybody's poured themselves a quarantini because uh, shit's going to start opening up and then we're going to have to quarantine again. That's how it's going to work. 
Oh, I heard about Wisconsin. The party like started right away last night. <laughs> yeah, I think we're gonna we're gonna be in the same situation we were two months ago, two months from now, uh, if not sooner. But that's my personal opinion. I'm not a doctor, and you know, I'm just I'm just someone that, who looks at the facts and says, yeah, people are dying from this stuff, and. I wish that all the arcades were open. That's what I wish. Yes. You know what I mean? That'd be nice. Slide yeah. me down with some antiseptic or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Inject me with some Lysol. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Let's just talk about what you've been working on, Brian. Why don't you kick us off? Me? Okay, We're Mark, why don't you kick us off? I'm just kidding. Kick, oh, kick, kick, kick. Well, you're, you're like on to the next thing. Yeah, well, it's because we wrote. My we, Roadrunner, Roadrunner, if you look at the show notes, we wrote our segments in there, and yours is blank, Brian. That's because I've been drinking. Nice. Yep. Just because you're a big ass surgeon, I mean, not big ass, but it's because you're a big time <laughs> surgeon. All right. So, I took a bunch of powder coating down to the powder what? coater. I missed two Atari coin door slots for my Star Wars that I got to do. Um, collected powder coating from like everybody, which I'm sure Adam will talk about as well. Uh, finished off Roadrunner, which is now running, and I've got the marquee printing up in the printer. We uh, did the test run today. We'll do the final print tomorrow. And I have been scanning and reproduce, like uh, cleaning up art for Kitty Rama's Warrior and Piranha for the last couple of days. So I'm having fun with that. It is a blast. And we can play Life Force at the arcade here because we have one here. So that's sweet seven. That's, that's what I'm it? working on. That's it. Oh, that's it. Mark, what you been working on? Oh, let's see. Um, I sent off my three elevator action board sets to Raymond Jet of ArcadeComponents.com, and and he actually cued me. He's like, I don't want them until like next month, so I had to wait. And uh, he even keeps his address secret, so nobody sends him anything. And overloads them. So pretty pretty interesting. I did get my uh, Holiseum back from Ken at iRepair Sega. It is amazing. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, 90-minute uh, tape, at 90-minute tape, yeah. You can uh, watch a video I, did, I made of it uh, where I was demonstrating how like, weird it is. I finally received my Omega Ray Space app and uh, Authentic Kitty Rama. Thank you, Brian. I've got... Uh, them right here, actually over here, here, right here. Um, my uh, Satan's Hollow, I put them all three in a row because when you have cabarets, you should make them congregate, right? Uh, Satan's Hollow, I don't know, somebody put in like spotlight LEDs, so I need to fix that. That looks not so good. Also, this this machine had uh, five volt light bulbs, the four fours, and, it, and that's like 12 volts, so they it was spectacular when they burned out, so that was kind of fun. What else is going on here? Uh, I received my ship. Uh, yeah, I said that. Uh, oh, last weekend, I pulled my Zybots out of my storage room, and it's been there since last year when I got it, and it hasn't had a um, monitor, and I didn't know. Like, I never did a technical assessment, and so I grabbed one of my Geo7s. I put it in there. I gave it a cleanup. Um, I could not get sync no matter what, and it turned out that the composite sync... Uh, on the PCB, the 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 last IC that goes to that was stuck low. Oh! Uh, but while I was looking, while I was looking at the the schematic, I noticed that 
two other pins that are not even mentioned in the in the harness or anything else actually were receiving horizontal and vertical sync individually. So I went in and added two wires to the harness and that, that goes to the monitor and I plugged them into the correct spot on the monitor and now I've got sync. It's so awesome. Here's my question. Did I, that was a later game. Did that even come with a Geo 7? I think it came with a Sharp. Yeah, I think uh, it, it was empty when I got it. It's interesting because I think that anybody else might have an issue with that if they ever tried to put it back to the original monitor. But Geo7s are nice. We talked about that last week. They have that lighter gray phosphor. They, they're beautiful monitors, but they have a little bit of burn-in problems. If you got another tube for that, I would love to pay you for one, Mark, if you come across one. Another tube for... Uh... A Geo7. Oh, okay. Or a whole Geo7 monitor. I, I'll trade you for a 4900. I don't care. I just, I have a cup, like my Journey, for instance, has got a terrible burn in, and I want to put something a little bit cleaner in there. It was a Geo7 originally. Right. So. Well, well, I have three Geo7s like laying around right now, so I'll have to see. I'll have to do an assessment. I also have one where. I'll trade you for a 4900, and I'll pay the shipping. Wow. Okay, done. All right. Uh, and we'll get we'll get them you know shipped properly. So road trip, you got anything else? Road. Let's see. Uh, let's see. I rearranged the living room cage. Oh, nice. And now I'm actually I have a 43 inch monitor in here, and um, that way I can actually look at you guys, and you're not like itty bitty. I've got the chat over to the side. I'll, I'll put a picture on my Twitter again at 90 minute tape. Everybody follow me. Yeah. Woohoo! Woo-hoo. Twitter you for Adam? you know. What am I doing? Yeah. Oh my God, I'm doing so much. Uh, uh, Brian uh, and I just uh, sent a lot of stuff off to SE Customs here in Minneapolis. Uh, that's a company that is powder coating here. So my Journey and Mousetrap metals, that's the coin doors, power brick, all that stuff is at the powder coaters right now, getting some work done. I started work on putting a restored coin door uh, into Journey, so I'm going to be... Um, building that all up and putting all the wiring back in and all that stuff. Uh, moving games around in my basement, as usual, because I talked about that for the last three weeks or so. Um, uh, and, oh, and I ordered up parts to rebuild not one, not two, but three triac boards for the APB machines. So that's kind of cool, because uh, the, the old triacs on those, I, I don't know if anybody in the chat has an APB, but the triac boards are notorious for going out. And so uh, I, I bought, um, you know, I ordered up triacs, obviously, but but uh, with better voltage capacity. Suppression capacitors, the, those big blue caps on that little board, and uh, the optocouplers. Better. Stronger. Faster. So I can make them better, faster, and stronger. But, well, not really faster. But they're going to blink at the right. I also found a set of LEDs. So you guys, uh, you know that some of the earlier LEDs have like a diode. You know, all the nice. LEDs have diodes. And they, they have a delay to them, right? So when they turn them on, sometimes you wait like a millisecond and then they turn on. That's problematic for this, this triac board because it's trying to flash the lights. So what I did was... Uh, I tried out these Edison style. Do you know those the the, the bulbs I'm talking about? Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, so they so I I bought a, a, 
a case of these basically 40 watt uh, LED style um, incandescent bulbs. Well, they're they're di- they're LED bulbs. They're not incandescent, and so they act just like a regular uh, incandescent bulb. So when they're in and and they flash on and off, they turn almost instantaneously. There's 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 no delay. So the technology in certain LED bulbs has gotten much better. So. I have three of these boards. I'm going to rebuild them and sell a couple of them as kits with bulbs. So, two nice. LED bulbs, and uh, and you're going to get a a, a working triac board with all upgraded components. I have two out of the three components right now. Here you can see, I got the the blue capacitors, the suppressor capacitors, and then I got nice. the optocouplers, which are weird. They are freaking. Where'd they go? Look who we got. Oh. Hey, look at that. Hey, Steve. Check that. Check that, man. Hey, guys. Hey. Can you guys hear me okay? We can hear you. You sound great. Let me get you awesome. into the let me, let me let me get you into the picture here so people can see you. So You got to get me in too. I'm what, an S. What the heck happened to you? I I died. You need to rejoin. I'm go, I'm going to add uh, our guest well, I could actually out. let me see if I can fix you, Brian. Let me let me see if I can fix you. There, that is not possible. Hold still. <laughs> <laughs> now hold still while I try to fix you. And, and turn turn your head to the left. <laughs> well, it's funny because I oh, added shit, Steve. Wrong way. <laughs> I added Steve, and he's a big S also. I see double S. And double my, S's. My dog is barking. I don't know what's happening here. It's breaking here. Have you? <laughs> Brian, uh, is Brian Frober voting for plus Steve minus Brian or <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to rejoin Brian I don't know what's going on I'm out uh, and Steve are you still there because I, I, I don't he's moving I'm back I'm here yeah can you hear me I can hear you great. Cool. I'm trying to add you right now Active speaker, maybe? Video streams. Am I still in it? Don't cross the streams. I got... <laughs> I'm going to grab a beer really quick. All right, yeah. sounds good. I, do, I can't get his live marks. stream to join. Oh, my God. Two marks. I got to get my dog. You guys talk yeah, about yeah. something. We'll, we'll uh, kill time. <laughs> okay. Wait, I, this is the S talking. Okay. Everybody should listen. Yes. <laughs> yes, S. I do have, hey, I have another space app button for you, actually. Another button just in case one of these go out or? Yeah, I mean, it, they're like, the space app buttons are, they're like oh. these plungers in the metal panel. There's no rim. Oh. Did you Is notice there, that? I, I didn't go underneath and check it out. I, I was kind of curious if I could illuminate them. No, because they're solid plastic. If you ran a light from underneath, you could likely light a circle around them. Oh. Where there's a gap, but not light through them. That would be cool, though. Hmm. But I don't know. I mean, you'd have to remold them because they literally, like, they're just the plunger. There is no rim. The control panel has a little raised edge. I kind of want to go under there and go check it out. I'm like, what? what you, can see it from, you can see it from the top. Just go over and look at the top. Push the button. You'll have a, it'll push down in. It's pretty wild. Okay. Why is I mean, Brian not showing up? During the intro. Oh. That's fascinating. Yeah, I know. I have an extra one for you, by the way. Brian, did you and disconnect I, and reconnect? 
You yes, did. I did. Do you want me yeah. to do it again? You're you're not showing up. You're just a big ass. Well, you know, I mean, I just broke the camera. These good looks, I'll tell you. I'm just gonna add me to everywhere. Hey, Aaron, if you want to print one, I can I can measure the one up that I have here, and you can print it. But I I just don't I don't know. I don't think that I mean, printed. Uh, no. uh, I'm not a big fan of printed buttons for um, for games. I, I just they. I mean, I have some actually right here. There we which go. You guys can't see. I don't. Now, now we just have me the whole show. Yeah, that's scary. Oh no. I don't know what the deal is. Um, Do you want me to turn my street here? You want me to try it one more time? No, I don't. Okay. I mean yeah. it's. I don't know why it suddenly wouldn't work. If Adam could show me on the screen right now, I have a 3D printed button in my hand. You have a big ass. It's a you're not you're not nothing. It's invisible. Here's the invisible button. It works awesome. It just it's not the strength. It's the strength, Aaron. I mean that's the thing that always kind of kills me is that I just don't feel like I have the long tip long term, you know, survivorship. What would be really cool to do is print. Little hockey guys jumping out. Can't see either. Mm. But, and uh, I'm just gonna stick it right back where I got it. Wait, Adam left. Put that, now it's back. It. Maybe that helps. <laughs> that fixed it when I left and came back. Everybody's, oh, that's weird. Yeah, it's Skype. Oh no, I just lost. What the hell? Oh, there, wait, there you go. We're all there. Yeah. It's everybody. Yeah. All right. Hey, Steve, if you want to unblur your background, in the upper three-dot corner, you can unblur your background. And then, or maybe it's lower. I don't know. It's different on on Macs and PCs and whatnot. But yes, three-dots, uh, share screen, start recording two subtitles, unblur my background. There you go. Yes. There. There's no Rinkers. By the way, uh, there's Grinkers, everybody. Okay, let's uh, everybody give a round of applause. Twenty-five people watching right now. Oh, and you're and you're at the bar. I can I know this position. There's the entrance right behind you. Yep, it's freaking awesome. Hey, uh, I just want to ask real quick, and, and and great job on getting this all squared away uh, in such a great uh, in a short amount of. <laughs> I mean, you haven't been in that building in how long? Two months almost. Yeah, so like coming in is like Wi-Fi is not working. He's like hooking everything up. He's wired. So this is freaking awesome. Uh, I just want to say, hey, welcome to the show. We're just talking about things we're working on. I know you got a stuff, a lot of stuff you're working on. That's probably going to be part of the interview. But maybe you could tell us if there's anything you're working on in the hobby. Sure. Um, at home, I've, it's been nice because I've had an opportunity just to work on games at home. Um, that have pretty much gone neglected for years, right? Because the focus is always Grinkers. And so you have these games that have just been, you know, in storage for a long time, and it's nice to, to break into those and to get, uh, get some progress on that. So I'm, I've got a... Um, right now I'm, I just have a, um, a Gravatar. It's probably where I've been spending most of my time. I'm working on a Gravatar... Um, a um, a mispack, uh, a Monaco GP, and a Galaga, and um, they're all in different states of repair. <laughs> but we'll get them going. The, ni- the nice thing is I have a lot of games in like the personal collection that I I never even tried to turn on, 
Um, and it was fun to go through like six or seven or probably more like, I don't know, a, a handful of games and like discover what their status is for the very first time. That was a lot of fun. So the quarantine's been fun in that way. Now, the interesting thing is uh, you have a Monaco GP on the floor that was working. So is this another stand edition or is this a cockpit? Yeah, no, it's a stand edition. Okay. Um, there's an interesting um, story on the Monaco GP cockpit. They made two versions. I think I think the first version they made had the coin door um, on the same side as same side yeah the same side as the shifter um and so you you couldn't put the game up against the wall uh, on the shifter side because it would block the coin door interesting but you could only but you could only get in the game from the opposite side so in order to have that game on the floor or to, to have it like usable in any arcade would be to put it to have both sides accessible you can't now I have to go find out what mine is. I have both. I have the stand and the cockpit, and uh, I don't. I think the cockpit version I have is with the coin door on the right hand side. You have the later. You have the later, better version. Okay, because that's the same same side as the shifter, or no? It's the other. It's opposite. It's the opposite. Okay, yeah. So that's interesting. I'm gonna have to check that out. That's that's crazy. I just learned something new. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so uh, anyway, I, w- I was I, I was just saying, you know, I'm working on this APB stuff, and I I I'm doing the the triac rebuilds, so I'm gonna sell a couple of kits for that uh, on eBay. I, I'll have two kits, two bulbs, and a fully rebuilt triac board. Uh, I don't know what I'm gonna sell them for yet, but. <clears throat> Probably not much, like 60 bucks or something. So uh, the other thing that I, I did today was I, I, I bought a new uh, APB marquee. And if you guys know, that's the plexiglass bent uh, plexi or acrylic. I think it's plexi. Um, you know, and, and Rich from this old game makes the graphics if you want to buy, put a new graphic on it. But they're often cracked. And so uh, I've, there's one on eBay that I just won today for... $42 shipped. Somebody's going to pay me to give it to me, which is unfortunate. But it's I'm really excited about it because it has less cracks in it than mine. Um, and then what I'm going to do is, uh, I, I was talking to Brian about this, I'm going to have, I'm going to create a couple interest threads. And I don't know if there's anybody in the chat that has an APB, but I, I'm going to make Lexan versions of that marquee and uh see if i can get rich to do a limited run of uh apb decals to put over those and sell them as kits because i think i think there's a lot of us that have cracked marquees and would like a brand new one to put on our apb so that i'm going to work on that if there's anybody in the chat that wants that uh i'm super excited about doing that crown plastics here in town has done some stuff for me in the past and and i'm going to do that uh, aside from that, um, I have been sorting console games this week also. So Atari 2600, ColecoVision, PS1, NES, SNES, GameCube, Sega Genesis, Dreamcast, PS3, Odyssey 2, Atari 7800, and God knows what else. 
but I have hundreds of games. It's really interesting to go through all this stuff. I haven't looked at it in ages, but this COVID epidemic has given me this, you know, opportunity to sit down with all the shit I have and look over it, as Steve was saying. So anyway, and the weather is finally improving too. So that I'm looking forward to getting into the garage with some of the bigger projects, aka Tron. My last Tron restore is going to get done in 2020 and hopefully be able to be debuted in 2021. <laughs> so anyway, is that is that everything we've been working on? Are we ready to move on to the next segment? Is that what I'm hearing? I made a new tab. Oh, excellent. Let's let's get into that. Uh, here we go. Stars at Atari was engineering. Oh, you're an inventor. Yes, I am. What have you invented? A lot of things. Like? Like a lot of things. Like things that you've heard of. Like? Well, things that you will have heard of, okay? Patents are patents. Arcade gadgets with Welcome to the gadget segment. I was told to talk slower tonight, so I'm gonna. <laughs> you move just along. you just can't just do it nice and like keep the curtain and slow. You, you just have to so we can all. You have to bust me out <laughs> and be like, "Yeah, Adam's a dick," and he's like, "You talk too fast," <laughs> and I'm gonna mention that on the show so I can give him a little ribbing. He yeah. told me to talk to people like to I'm cutting off the in game like music. Like I do talk to my patients, and I'm very straightforward with my patients. So okay, well, uh, talk to me like you talk talk to your patients. Listen, honey, uh, I'm gonna need to take that leg. We're gonna make a hole about this big, and we're gonna shove a rod about this big. Right? Uh, don't excite me! Don't excite me! So uh, the gadget segment, we got a couple of things today, uh, some fun stuff going on on KLOV. Uh, Jet2's.net, I don't know how to pronounce that, is releasing the Geo7 remote boards. These are super cheap, $2 a board. They allow you to have a remote contr- like remote uh, uh, board for your Geo7 controls. So you can do centering of the monitor. Um, adjust the uh, I didn't look at all the stuff here but anyways it takes all the dials that are in the back brings them to the front and adds on the ability to vertically and horizontally position your monitor uh, using the board really neat $2 a piece plus shipping shipping super cheap he's putting them in uh, envelopes so if you haven't seen these uh, go for them Uh, it's actually a great deal so um, if you guys so this is one of the interesting things people keep asking me to do these and I don't do them because I basically, once you get the Geo7 adjusted, I just leave it. So I don't understand the point of having a remote board because you do it once. But evidently, people want to do this. Do you guys have these on your Geo7s? I do not. Are you holding it up to the screen? Because I can't see it. I don't have one. It's like on KLOV. So that's the, you know, you can buy five of them for 10 bucks. You're making them for five for 10 bucks? Is that what you just said? No, I said, yeah, you can buy five boards for 10 bucks. It does not include the pots. You have to take those off the back. What are you talking about? Are you, You're making boards for people to, to adjust their monitors? Is that what you're saying? All right. We'll start over. Okay. Go slower because I'm very slow. Jetusnet. J-E-T-U-S-E-N-E-T. Oh, so they're making, they're making them. Is making 
Geo 7 remote ports. And you're just saying this is BS because nobody needs these. No. It's no, I'm saying like I normally just adjust them once. Mm-hmm. But this is a, he's actually doing a really nice very cheap run of these. Oh. I mean, $2 a piece for the board is Yeah, it's cheap. great, but then you got to transfer everything yourself. I know, but I mean, it's it's an interesting. I mean, it, there's really not a cheaper way of doing it. I mean, what if I, what if I mark shields and I can't solder? Yeah, that that's a problem. Is Mark still on? Did he drop? <laughs> He's muted. I love so, it. So <laughs> we'll 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 move along here. Okay, mo- mo- moving hit. along, mo- moving along. So the other thing that I was going to talk about was uh, <laughs> for you. <laughs> For you uh, Williams fans, uh, Broodwitch is doing another run of uh, basically metal plates that are replacement for the Robotron plates <laughs> on the control panels. The original plastic plates would crack over time. The metal plates will not. So if you're going to be rebuilding any control panel soon, go check out KLV. He's got a new set of metal plates, very well priced. And then in honor of me playing Tempest during the intro... Um, I need to get a set of bushings from Glitch. We're selling brass bushings for the uh, Tempest. So hey, correct me if I'm wrong, but you just you just covered four different products for sale. Is that correct? Three different products for sale. At the end, at the end, didn't you mention one more in passing? Uh, no. Well, no. So we got Geo Seven remote boards, which we recovered for Adam. <laughs> Robotron plates, which uh, if you're rebuilding your control panels, and then the brass bushing kits, which are being re-released by Glitch on KLOV. <laughs> so and you, the and you found all that stuff within the last like week. Yeah. So actually, the Geo Seven and Robotron plates are released in the last week. The uh, Glitch pings have been out since February, um, but I was playing my Tempest, and I don't know if you guys can hear this. Yeah, so, I love that sound. So the brass, classic. the brass bushing kits fix that spinner knob. Yeah, it's interesting because I I put a new bushing kit into my Tempest uh, seven years ago, and now it's starting to do the brrr noise again. Well, yeah, you but, need you need another one. Yeah, so I need the brass one. I like brass yeah. bushings. When I was a kid, that's the noise I remember, and Excuse that's the noise me, I want. But who doesn't want the brass bushing? If you know what I mean. I don't know. I mean, Your who doesn't mom? want it? My mom doesn't want Did it. You want really? It? You're going to bring my mom into the show? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. We, we will. I will. I will make this announcement here. Super new. Okay. Our 6,100 6, boards. The high voltage replacement. Well, yeah. So now our, some fun stuff. Now, I skipped the news segment, especially for you, Brian. Well, that's because I made the best effing tab ever. Well, no, it's because, yeah, exactly. You did make the best effing tab ever. Literally, <laughs> you made the best effing tab ever. And I was like, you know what? You just need to keep that there because at least we'll know what it is. Uh, I think that's uh, funny. It's funny because uh, I skipped over you at least two episodes. I'm pretty sure. It was like, no, you, well, you sure keep one. going ahead and then going back, but. Yeah. I snuck in this time and I got there. Right. All right, so we should go on to the news. It's the arcade news with Adam Stevens. 
All right, so we're just going to cover one news item tonight. It's from DualShockers.com. Arcade Spirits. Imagine a world where the 1983 video game crash never happened. Uh, So the visual novel, Arcade Spirits, comes from a fictional factory games and and arrived on Nintendo Switch, PS4, and Xbox One this month. It's essentially a romantic comedy by heart. But functionally, Arcade Spirits looks like... Well, it looks at the gaming industry outwardly through the lens of an alternate timeline. So this is a world in which... The 1983 video game crash never occurred. Which means that Steve Barbie would not ever have Grinkers because why even create it? Because it doesn't even need nostalgia, doesn't even exist, and who gives a shit? Anyway. Wow. So, the playable character with the name, appearance, and pronouns, fully customizable. You know, to your to your preference, is in a, a loop of self doubt and unemployment, which, uh, unfortunately, for a lot of people right now, that might be reality. Wow. Yeah. Customization makes it all the easier to imprint your personal. Well, why am I reading this, Mark? Tell us, tell us the gist of this thing, because I. It's, it's an interactive story where you're in this weird alternate reality where arcade games in modern times are a thing and. Not not just you know one off, but, but like the whole, like it's exactly like 1983. Never. Never. This, this game's been out for a couple of years. They they released it for the PC and they've really? been porting it to different platforms. Has anybody has anybody played this? Is it a romantic comedy? Christopher saying, is it a romantic comedy? Does it have John Cusack with a boombox playing in your in your eyes? Maybe because that'd be awesome. Game. It's a game. It's like a weird. It's an interactive game you play on your Xbox, and there's like you know, it's funny. You, know, you read it and you make decisions, so you actually get to pick w- where your character is going to go. A lot of people uh, on this show um, that I work with on this show, and by a lot I mean, I mean two Brian Brian Armitage. Like oh. you know, like they don't like the news. They're like the news sucks, and I kind of agree. Like we. You know, the news it's, sucks. It's hard to get good news, dude. It is. What was the other art? Well, so, news, but you didn't like my butt model news. Well, <laughs> why do you always bring up the butt model? I don't understand why we're always talking about the butt model. And you know what the funny so thing the, is? Is that we actually the, have... The, sto- the, the, the story, sorry, the story inside the game is that the 1980s never ended, and it's like present day... Yeah, and the story and the story is that the '80s just survived until now. Yeah, right. No video game crash. So, just imagine Atari Twenty Six Hundred Five or whatever. Oh you know, my god, hey, we should have we should have Nolan back on the show with Steve. Nolan would be like, you know, a C- he'd be like Bill Gates, basically. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Which you guys, <laughs> I gotta show you something. I totally forgot about this. I made mouse pads this week. Oh man! Can you see those? Yeah, I see Rat Casino. <laughs> this is funny because this is, uh, you know, sort of my version of the Rat, you know, Rat Pad, Moss sure. Pad, uh, established nineteen seventy. And then I made these, which Aaron would be pissed off about if I mass produce them. But he he said he doesn't care if I make one offs. So 
Right. I should maybe get. I, I do have an extra one of these, though. It, who, tonight, whoever wins gets one of these. Pizza Time Theater? Yep. We're going to give away a, a rat mouse pad. A rat pad. Child Casino Rat Pad. Got it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Child Casino. That's exactly right. I mean, seriously. Uh, where were we? This is a fun show. I think we're on the next segment. Okay. Uh, I can do that. I just have to find my mouse because it, it went over to that computer. All right. <laughs> back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin quarter mile. Back, back to the cave with, with Time Runner. <laughs> Why are you facing so heavy in the future, sir? I don't know, Doc. Gravitational pull? Because you're an idiot. I just let that fade out. I like that. That's nice. So we'd like, here at Arcade Radio, we'd like to wish a happy belated 70th birthday in honor of John Wilden Hughes Jr. Is it Wilden or Wilden? I'm not sure. Can I I just... That, that doesn't is it it can't be possible he has been dead for 20 years he was born in 1950 when did he die a while ago i know but <laughs> but like I'm not commemorating that what the f- but you said like a happy 70th he died when he was 50 so that's 20 years ago it can't be right oh my god so this isn't going to be like an Arcade Outsiders episode where we never Google what the fuck. I just okay. did. He died August 6, 2009, so it was... Ah, uh, so he was... 11 years 59. ago. 59. Was he 59? Yeah, 60-something. Like yeah, 59. He died at age 59. That's terrible. I love that guy, though. I mean, really, right? Which is why... Uh, well, let's talk about him a little bit. Okay. Amer- American filmmaker... Yes, uh, you may have heard of him. Yes. Uh, oh, it is Walter. It is Walter Day's birthday today. Is it Happy yeah. Birthday, Walter Day? Yeah, Happy yeah, Birthday, Walter Day. I, I should have worn my. I should have worn my. Um, what's that shoe store? <laughs> you know the one. I don't know. Schuler's. The one where you're wearing the uniform of the referee. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So Foot Locker. That's it. <laughs> anyway, John Hughes was a uh, an author of humorous essays and stories for National Lampoon, and then he went on to write, produce, and sometimes direct some of the most successful live-action comedy films of the 1980s and 1990s. He did. And he did. He did. And so that actually segues us directly into this other half of our segment, which I call... Hey, Adam, what's in the juke? You call it... Oh, yeah. What's in the juke? Welcome to What's in the juke. Thank you. You're welcome. And so uh, (laughs) today's episode will obviously have a John Hughes uh, flair to it. Oh, really? uh, Yes, but uh, as our other movie uh, hit song, uh, I guess, What's in the Jukes from the last two weeks, we're going to ask for the song, the artist, and the 80s film. And in this case, it's a John Hughes film. And uh, for each one, you can get a half point. Half point. A half point. 
Oh, oh, I'm supposed to play a, a, a thing there. Sorry. Half point. If you get if you get two of them, you get a full, full point. point. Oh, there. Yeah. Now, now we're on track. You don't have point and a half. So here we play a tiny snippet of uh, music, and then you guys get to guess. There will be a slight delay. We will go by the YouTube chat that we see as far as uh, who answered first. So you may have answered first on your chat, but what we see is the final word. Right. So let's start. Are we, so, okay. Oh, are we ready to go with this? Let's do it. Okay. Don't you got that if you can't guess. You guys, this is going to be interesting. All right. Uh, Casey's already answered. Yeah. That's already, not, they, like, we've Casey, had, like, several that's not cool. You can't. I'm sorry. You, you just can't answer that way. All right. You, you just can't. We haven't even started. Right. So here comes here comes your first audio clip. Good luck. For a John Hughes film that you may or may not have heard of. Yeah. Boss it. Bust a move, Uncle Buck. Casey is uh, gets a half point right out of the gate. Aaron, half point, and it is not Tone Loke, Yo Eddie, but you were close. Who is Jason. the singer? You guys don't know who the singer is. That's Young MC, Metropolis. We get a half nice. point across the board for those gentlemen. That is half point. amazing. Okay. Hey, what's up, Yo Eddie? Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. That's crazy. Yo, man. Eddie is a pretty common, a pretty regular. Yeah, he's uh, he, he's, he's a, a regular, regular feller. We we love Yo, Eddie. And yes. Has he won anything? Because we just we should send. He says, "Hey, yo, Steve. We should send him some stuff. We should just send him some stuff. Some stuff." Okay. Honorary winner. Yeah. Okay. Then here comes your next track. Good times for a change. <laughs> See the look I've had can make a good man turn back. So, so please, please, please let me, let me, let me. What? It is the Smiths. That was Steve Take. Nice. Ferris Bueller. I, I'm I'm gonna give a half point to Dave because that is somewhat correct. There is a instrumental version by Dream Academy. Uh, that was in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. But it is not Ferris Bueller's Day Off. This was in Not Some Kind of Wonderful, uh, Not Ferris. Wow. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to play the clip again. It is the Smiths. Please, please, please. Times for a change. It was also featured in an... Yeah. Yo, Eddie, you got it. You got it, buddy. So Yo, Eddie gets a half point for the, for the movie. Pink. Oh, Yo, Eddie's on the board. Yep. Well, we now have six half people point. at the half point. Excellent. <laughs> All right, cool. It's always good. Greenkers, look how beautiful Greenkers is. <laughs> I know. Greenkers is the best. Even with all the stuff. That's why my light's red today. By the way, uh, I'm working on uh, a routine in my house where I can tell the computer, you know, Alexa, to, uh, I'm going to say computer, go to red alert. And I have, what's that? Mine's also named computer. I like that. Yeah, because it's very Star Trek-y. So, okay. 
Anyway, I'm going to say computer, go to red alert, and I have all these bulbs that will automatically turn to red, and it's going to play a klaxon from, you know, the red alert, and it's going to turn everything to red alert. It's going to be awesome. Anyway, totally nerdy. Moving on, uh, the, your, your next track uh, is this. You might recognize it from earlier shows. Yes, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but here it comes, uh-huh. nonetheless. Wow, uh, that was Casey. Simple Minds, Don't You Forget About Me, Breakfast Club. He got all of it. He got all a point in it. He gets it out. Are you kidding me? In the lead. Is he in the room with me? It's Wait, room. he had that ready in his, in his copy. I know. Full point, half point. That's okay. He, That's he's, okay. he's like, John Hughes, this is going to come up. I'm going to paste it in here. <laughs> That's what he did. It's smart. It is smart. Okay, here comes your next track. It's a little tougher. Here it comes. Oh, a smoking in here. Welcome to the show, buddy. Oh yeah, this song makes me hot. What? It's a great song. Casey's got it. Yoeddy had it first. Sixteen candles. What? Mr. Peabody. If you were there, and if you were here, is actually, but we'll give it to you. And Thompson Twins, Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody gets a full point. A full, full point. point. All right, buys. He gets it for the he gets it for the sixteen candles. Got it. Nice job. This is this this is good. All right. Yeah, play a little bit. Play a little bit more of that song. I'm probably going to get banned for that, but who the hell cares? Okay, here comes your next track. John Hughes film, 1985. Here you go. Dark darling, dark <laughs> I love this woman. She is so good. What? Is the name of the song, I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, is not Danya Shea. Sorry, Yoetti. It is Ferris Bueller. Brady. Mr. Peabody. Brady, Brady. Oh, yeah. No, Casey's on the board with Ferris Bueller's Day Off. All right. And it is Donka Shane. Casey. No. I think Yoetti got Pe- it Mr. Peabody got it first. Oh, he did, yes. Yep. Mr. Peabody gets a half point. And... It is Wayne Newton. Casey got that though. He gets a half points. So there's a bunch of half points in that one, right? That's what did I'm. Casey, did Casey get two full points? I nope. mean, one full point? Nope, he got a half point. Okay, so I have Casey. I have Mr. Peabody. Mr. Peabody got. Uh, I think he got a point. Okay, got it. Yeah, because he got. Yeah, I'm just gonna go back here. When you have three answers per question, it's I know. like ah. So the first person to get Donka Shane, okay, so Ferris Bueller's Day Off was Casey. Got it. Mr. Peabody was Donka Shane. And then we were waiting for Wayne Newton. And that was Casey? Was he first? Casey was first. So we got a, ah. a full point for Casey. 
That's that, what I thought. Okay. I'm not, point. I'm not trying to sound disappointed. Half point. But that guy is good. He's really good. He's yo yo. He's so hey, good. Hey, Gregor's grandpa's is chatting. Oh, is he? Awesome. Yes. I love that guy. All right, uh, let's go on to the next track. Uh, you might get this one. Sometimes you just have to give it away. I mean, seriously, Casey's got it pasted in his freaking thing. He gets a point and a half. Am I reading this right? He's going way up. Yeah, he did it. Full point, half point. Uh, the funny thing is, is that he's cheating. He has like 10 windows open. All the answers are typed and he's like, whoa. <laughs> Yeah, oh. or, or spreadsheet. That's what I'm saying. I mean, like that's kind of brilliant. It is quite. It is. Yeah. And I, where the I, hell is I, Dolly this week? She was doing great last week, and I don't see her anywhere here. Nice. All right. All right. Let's move on to the next one. You guys ready? Ready. All right. Here we go. Because we all know that Dolly's holding, you know, Casey up behind the scenes. That's and Randy, he quit playing because of Dolly. He's like, she's cheating. Oh um, man, that's weird. Okay, here comes the next track. I go crazy. This might be one of my favorite tracks we've ever played on the show. And I'm not joking. I just love this track. It is Flesh for Lulu, Mr. Peabody. That is amazing. Good job, sir. Right. It is... uh, What what movie is that from, Mark? Flesh for Lulu. Uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. And nobody's gotten that, so hopefully it'll pop up in the chat. (laughs) Who got I Go Crazy? Uh, that was Mr. Peabody. Oh, no. As well? I go crazy with... Yeah, he got a full point for that. Yeah, he's in for a full point. All right. That's awesome. Full point. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> and now everybody's like some kind of... Well, and actually, Mr. Peabody gets Mr. Peabody gets the other half, half point, point for that because, you know, he listened into the show. That's good. And that's great. So I go crazy. Awesome. Okay, here comes your next track. Mark, I literally bought this soundtrack two weeks ago. (laughs) That's so awesome. Oh my god, Tones on Tail, Mr. Peabody. Go, Mr. Peabody. Are you kidding me? Oh my god, that's great. I can't believe that. Which movie is it from, you guys? You gotta figure this out. Not European Vacation. Well, it could be from European Vacation, but it's not a John Hughes film. So this is from a John Hughes film. In other words, he was part, he was producer, writer, or I don't know, something. You guys are so close. Okay. I'm going to give it to 
uh, uh, give, a, give, give a point to Mr. Peabody, and that is career opportunities. Right. If you guys have not seen career opportunities, hilarious. Oh. You, will never, you will never look at a target the same way again. Oh, and Jennifer Connelly is so hot when she's riding that horse. Yes, I want the same horse at my house. And, and oh my gosh, like <laughs> the the scene where she's going through the cassette tapes. You remember that? Where she's just and he's dancing like. Yeah, and the whole wall is just. I remember the. I worked at Target when I what was I was there oh, in ninety one. Like when this movie came out, and and the <laughs> and there was this, it, it's literally how targets were. It, I mean, it was it's so good. Uh, anyway, have you seen it? Have you seen this movie, Steve? There's a, a YouTube video that has um, that that movie um, essentially made into like an MTV video. Yeah. Um, with um, just it's it's really good. It's over. I can't remember the name, I can't remember which song it is. But if you just YouTube uh, career opportunities Jennifer Connelly video, it'll be like one of the top ones. I'll and tell you which song it is. Really it- good. I'll tell you which song it is. It's a song called Sunset by The Midnight, and it's on their album Endless Summer. And it goes a little something like this. By the way, if you've never heard this band, The Midnight, they're a modern band. They've been doing music since the mid-2010s, 2015s, and they're fucking amazing. So that song's Sunset by The Midnight, Endless Summer is the album. Pick it up. Okay, here we go. Uh, the last, so that was, uh, the last one we did was Go, Tones on Tail, Career Opportunities. We've pu- plugged that movie enough, right, Mark? That's correct. All right, here we go. Here comes the next track. Oh, I love it. Casey's in when she's having a baby. That is correct. It is not Iron Maiden. Good guess. Uh, Mr. Peabody, not Cocktail. Metropolis, not Transformers. She's Having a Baby is the correct song. And what movie is it from? Oh, yeah. She's Having a Baby. Metropolis gets a half point. Uh, All right. So who is the artist? If you guys get the artist, you get another half point. I'm going to give you five more seconds. Five. A four, a three, a two. Never say that movie. One, it is Dave Wakeling of The Beat, or as it's known in the United States of America, The English Beat. Uh, Also part of, um, yeah. So anyway, you might remember a song by Tenderness. Anyway, let's move on to the last song, which uh, nobody's going to get the movie, but we're going to play it anyway. Here it goes. 
What the hell is happening here? I think I, I played the wrong song. Let's try this again, all right? All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Like, what is that? Yeah, because that that's oh oh my what's happening? I'm gonna play aha uh -huh, all of a sudden. No, we're gonna play we're gonna play one more track, and it's sure gonna be are. very. But just think, John Hughes films, and if you've already been on the internet looking up, you might you might know what it is already. You might, right, Mark? No, no. This is this is a deep cut. Yeah, this is a deep cut. Um, here we go. <laughs> nice guess, you Eddie. We already did Ferris. <laughs> Chariots of Fire is correct. That's Steve Taki for a point. It is Vangelis. That is. Casey Relford. Well, I think Yo Eddie got Chariots of Fire first. Okay. Oh, yep. Yeah. Yep. He did. Good. And, and who got Vangelis first? <laughs> Casey. All right. Nice. Sweet. All right. So um, let's tally up the winners. Playing for honor tonight and no prize is Casey Relford with 5.5 points. An amazing run. <laughs> Next in second place and actually winning something, Mr. Peabody with three and a half points. So technically you're in first place, Mr. Peabody. And uh, in second place, third, oh wait, in third place, Yo Eddie, Yo Eddie, what's going on? And then I guess in third place, Metropolis. So when Adam comes back, apparently he has some prizes. Um, a Chuck E. Cheese mouse pad, at least. And I don't know what the other two things are, but uh, we're going to write your names down. Great awesomeness. No, yeah, we're going to get something down. That's going to be great. And we're going to do our interview. We're going to talk to Steve. It's coming right. Oh, Adam's back. But wait, I had to pee. I had to pee so bad. So, um... Are we on the phone call? Uh, well, I, uh, so Mr. Peabody came in first. He did. No in second. Hey, let me ask Mr. Peabody. I was going to give away a Pizza Time Theater mouse pad, which, you know, we could sign. Or I could give away one of these Donkey Kong posters. Steve Donkey Weeby. Kong poster from Steve Weeby. Signed by Steve Weeby. Really? Um, yep. And it was Saturday, July 11th, back in 20-something. But anyway, he signed it. But I can give that away, or I can give you a mouse pad, whatever you want. Uh, Mr. Peabody says he will take the poster. Sweet. Okay, I will get that set up. Mr. Peabody, I have your address uh, from previous winnings, and we also have to talk about getting that journey control panel all squared away because I'm ready to get going on that. Oh. Is that, is that breaking news in the uh, chat there, Southern Fried Gaming Expo? It, it, it happened to... Either yes, I think it was yesterday. Preston mm. posted about it. I'd really like to go to that. Uh, I was planning on going into it this year, but um, I guess I'm not. He was, yeah. He's pretty. He's like, who wants to get drunk? <laughs> well, we could do that. We should have a giant Zoom. And oh, we already did that. Yeah, let's lock the passwords down before. We yeah. <laughs> Steve, 
you totally we 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 created a Zoom, you know, to have an arcade people, you know, hang out, not like the show. Yeah. And then it was terrible. There were bad things. And then, like, some naked guy jumped on and Adam bailed. And then Brian saved the day and kicked him out. (laughs) Scrambled. Hey, let's listen to some voicemails. What do you guys think? There's one for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You you may have a couple, actually. I'll look. I'm going to go look. There's one on a drive, and then there's one in the real place. Google voice dot whatever dot 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 dot. Okay, here we go. So I change a keg. I have to change a keg. I'll be right back. No okay. way. <laughs> change yeah, a I, keg. I, I blew the keg. <laughs> he blew There's a okay. keg. Three beers left in it, I guess. Okay. You uh, that's it. hilarious. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that's that's hilarious. He's that is hilarious. I'm I'm, I'm doing a show and I blew a keg. <laughs> like I, I mean, it would take me days. All right. How long has that beer been waiting? This is gonna be the shortest voicemail ever. Uh, all right. All right. Here we go. Alright. <laughs> Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Yo, it's Ty. He told me to call you. So I'm just leaving a message. That's what's happening. <sighs> I'm so lonely now. Alright. <laughs> That's the whole message. Oh shit, what the hell is that? Your dog's not up with you. I don't There's know. There's a home, in, home invasion in Adam's I'm house. having a home invasion. All right, hang on. Somebody's, somebody's avoiding your house. You guys, uh, fill in. I'm, I'm going to find out what the dog's doing. Okay. Um, fill in. Well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Adam is getting swatted. That would be freaking hilarious. That would actually oh, be... That he would not be happy with that. Well, no, he wouldn't. But uh, I do think one of these nights I should, like, come up with an imposter here. Maybe I could, like, do this. And then Billy7 and I can go set up a generator and play Exterminator out front of Adam's house. That'd be good. <laughs> All right. That was good for me. That's not very damn funny. Welcome. You're back. That was a good one. Okay, so <laughs> in the tab, you can see there's another voicemail, but in a special place. Oh, I like Save file. You situation. put it in a special place. Oh, you're about to wait. No. <laughs> I do agree, Brian. I haven't oh. heard this either. <laughs> Here we go. Hi, Arcade Radio. This is Mr. Hankey, the Christmas Pope. <laughs> I wanted to call in and ask a good a question from my good friend, uh, Steve Barbie. Steve, what is your favorite? Black and white arcade game, and please tell us why you love it so much. This is Mr. Hanky saying, Howdy ho! <laughs> Bye, arcade radio! Did I just play 27 seconds of nothing, or did somebody hear that? I heard it. I heard it. Where's Brian? I'm here. Brian's right there. Oh. I Brian Frober is telling me that having you swatted is illegal, which I do know. Now, yes. <laughs> Maybe uh, Billy Seven and I will have to get some SWAT team uniforms and show up in the middle of the show. <laughs> I'm sure we could battering ram down Adam's front door. He'd be so happy. If I remember correctly, uh, Bob Zarzadek has a, a SWAT team uniform that, he, that he's wearing. <laughs> that is true. All right. He could probably hook us up. 
Could you hear, you could hear Steve changing the uh, the keg? Uh, the keg, keg. It's dra- right. dragging it's like, it around. It's like, <laughs> oh, I need more beer. I, I should know what beer that is. I should so, switch to beer. By the way, it's my Friday night tonight, everybody. So I don't. Oh, lucky. Yeah, I. Well, it, the, the company made me take mandatory PTO. So it's my Thursday because yeah. I go with regular days, but Do you go to as work? a Friday, I don't have to work. But Saturday, I start work, and then I don't finish work until the fifteenth of June. Oh my God, Brian! Today, no, I was in yeah. my. I was going through my stuff after work, and I'm, I'm like, I forgot to give you the freaking coin door for Mouse Trap. I have Star Wars shit to take in. Nice. So, so should I put that in? Up, should I, I put that in there? I, I guess. No, I mean, what? So the the deal here is that uh, I have a good. So for people in Minneapolis or nearby, I've got a great powder coater that doesn't charge us a lot of money, but seems to charge everybody else more money. So every time I do a powder coater run now, like three or four people are like, hey. Brian Armitage is a dick. I, I, listen, that's the last time I feel for you, buddy. What? All I right. just was calling yeah. Scotty. I was calling Scotty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, I've got a nice mousetrap control panel back here that is not powder coated that may be showing up at your house. <laughs> and that powder coated one may be staying here. I hate I, you. I've done the same thing. <laughs> to me, Steve, what what beer uh, merited a new keg? Which wh- which one is it? Coors Light. I'm always Coors yeah, Light. I, that's right. I I, sh- I I I should know that. Now, yeah, I, now, I tried I tried drinking one of these. Right. And I just couldn't I couldn't handle it. So. I mean, has much, it been, I'm much happier? Much it, much happier right now. And has that keg been unta- Has nobody been tapping it for? <laughs> is that a word? For two months, or have private things happened, or um, there's been a little bit. Um, so yeah, no, they've been moving. Right. Um, yeah, but um, minimally, very minimally. Hmm. All pretty right. much just, pretty much just. Uh, um, oh, how's that um, that terrible uh, yogurt place to the side of you? When how come you didn't <laughs> go into that? <laughs> you know the um, one. Yeah. Um, we will never, like, we will, Gringers will never grow beyond this size. This is the right, this is the right, correct size. Okay. Um, I feel like, um, so all, every time we expanded, I always felt lopsided. Um, but with this last expense, with this last expansion, I finally felt like we had balance. So I kind of both sides of the counter. Um, so like to the, the left side of the bar is our most recent expansion. Right. And... If you think about the distance from the bar to the left side compared to the bar back, there's both a, a more similar amount of travel. Yeah, true. It used, you know, it used to be that you'd leave if you went to the left from the bar, you'd hit a wall, you know, in five games. Yeah. Um, so no, I like it. I like it this size. So I'm well. Even if space became available and it was free, I probably still wouldn't do it. Smart. All right, let's move on to the interview. Oh. We have to play sounds before we can actually ask questions. Oh, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead. Yeah, well, that's okay. So many we, questions. We love we we love Stevie. This is his third appearance on the show. 
Yeah. Second, okay. second, second and a half. I think I really. It was like, really what? short. <laughs> the last one was a little short. We're, we're counting it as a third. <laughs> I have to be on like the top, ten, the sorry, the bottom ten percent of like efficient show guests. Okay, here here's the funny thing, Steve. You were not the worst. You want to know who no. was? Ooh. Brian Colon. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was... fell asleep like the day of. He tells us he's so excited to be on the show. He's going to be on the show. And we're excited because he's going to be on the show. And he has all the stuff. Xenophobe. Maybe. You know. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Maybe Brian Cullen's like little air, like duct shaft to his nose just wasn't <laughs> in that day. But what, for so whatever. He's breathing the fumes from the car. <laughs> so he's. T- <laughs> you got to listen to that episode to understand that joke. But anyway. The funny thing is, you know, oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Or Gomez. Listen to Gomez's show. Uh, so Gomez he, told us that Brian used to drive a car with a dryer duct to his nose so they didn't have to breathe the fumes from the exhaust right, in the car. Right. And the dryer duct reached outside. Right. Yeah, it was <laughs> fabulous. So he had, he had this, you imagine some dryer tubing going out the top of your car. You cut a hole in the top of your car. So you can breathe. That is dedication to driving. Like, I can't fix my manifold or my exhaust, so I'm going to just put a pipe and refresh it out of the top of the car. But like, that's brilliant. That's engineering right there. That's what that is. Mm. So anyway. That, that, that reminds me of my dad. So really quick shout out to yeah, my yeah, dad. Yeah. And dad. Um, he, he was one of those guys that would just, like, do whatever he wanted. And, like, I remember he would... We drove down a hill with lumber on top of the car. <laughs> and we, got, we got we got halfway down the hill, and he, he had to just apply a little bit of brake um, for whatever reason. But between the little bit of brake and the downhill, <laughs> all the lumber oh. went flying off the front of the car into the street. It was amazing. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so uh, Brian decides... You know, he's gonna do the show and I'm super excited because I met him at MGC and you know he's he has a you know rampage he did rampage it's you know it's a iconic game late 80s whatever and uh, he's taking care of his dad uh, and he falls he falls asleep on the couch I get a call mid-show like right around the time we're supposed to pick up but he's you know we're still figuring out this whole Skype thing and it was just it was a mess. It took a while for him to get on. Anyway, this is nothing like that. You're doing great, Steve. What I'm telling you is you're better than Brian Cullen. Thank you. That's good to know. I feel <laughs> I feel less bad now. I appreciate that. Uh, so uh, I understand that Grinkers is, uh, is uh, allowed to reopen. Can you tell us what that looks like? Um... <laughs> Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> the high the high level version is uh, we open on uh, this Saturday um, at one p.m. Uh, we'll be open till midnight. We'll be open Sunday from um, I think it's also one oh, oh it's same opening time so it's one to uh, um, nine on Sundays. Close Monday Tuesday. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, um, 4 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, Friday, 4 p.m. to midnight. 
and then that's that cycle is going to kind of repeat for a few weeks, and we're at thirty percent, thirty percent of our capacity. So okay. we're we're doing reservation only, and um, that's the high level version. Now that's interesting because um, you're not just going to let people come in from the public; they have to call. Oh yeah, yep. We're so, we're ch- we're changing the model. Um, so we're. Um, it's actually interesting that the the invitation for this show came on the the same day that we like announced to the world what we're doing, um, and so we are. Um, it's kind of hard to explain the the new the new model, um, but I guess at a at one layer you could interpret it as being more like um, 1984. Uh, Kalen's arcade, where we're uh, still open, but we're opening less um, and for fewer people. Um, and so, because uh, one of the, the big challenges that we have is we are um, we're a close quarters environment, we're a high touch environment, mm-hmm. and that's like the worst environment that you can have, right? So. We're like we're it's worse than movie theaters. Like movie theaters are like oh nobody's gonna want to go to the movies. We're like we're like movie theaters with ad ad high frequency touch where everybody else is touching. Right, <laughs> so, right. So so it's a really it's a really bad combination. So the transparent honest truth is you know it's it's a uh, does does the business remain a viable concept right and so. And when you're faced with the challenge that's like, hey, is this going to be a viable concept? You're you start trying to come up with scenarios that will address that. And the scenario that we're that we're figuring out right now is essentially, it, and I think make, referencing 1984 is probably a little bit too much of an extreme example. Um, I want to try and find maybe a hybrid between that and what Grinker's was previously, um, but just with people that know the place and people that we know. So we've, over the last year, we've been requiring identification in order to enter. And so we know, we know who our, our, our guests are. So we're approaching them and saying, Hey, you know, come be a part of, of, of the kind of the Grinkers underground and make it a more, make it a more intimate affair with the people that we, that are already on board. And, Kind of um, just kind of handle it that way because I think it'll I think it is more sustainable. Now the interesting so, yeah, thing is is that's, that that's like a, I know that's it's um uh for for from my perspective that's less like like a bombshell piece of information that it's like for us it's like a whole other a whole other phase right so it's like a lifetime or like chapters you know what I mean mm-hmm. this is definitely a situation where Grinkers is turning a page to a new chapter and it's um, I know that's a uh, an idiom that's often used but I think it's appropriate here because it reflects what what I really look at it as happening I think Grinkers is turning the page to a new chapter and we're gonna have to see uh, how, how how it works out now I think I think this is actually okay news for Grinkfest people though because that's sort of a private event anyway yeah, it won't. This won't. This change won't affect Grinkfest at all. Um, it'll be 
it'll be what happened last year. You guys don't realize it. I think some of you realize it, but last year we have a like I don't like to I don't like to have different rules for different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm going to have a if I want rules, I want to be consistent with with it, right? And so mm-hmm. what we what we did last year is we took the the money that you guys paid for the tournament and the prizes and stuff, mm-hmm. the t-shirts and all that stuff, all the swag. Um, you guys didn't actually buy that stuff. What actually happened was um, I sponsored the swag, and then the money that you that you guys paid, I used to apply towards buying you guys all access. So because nobody gets in for free, right? I, I can't say, oh, I'm inviting you know 100 of my buddies from out of town, and they're exempt from the rules. So I I took your money and used it to technically follow the rules, and then just paid for the swag on the side. So. We would do the same thing again um, this year, um, which, you know, of course is uncertain. I, we, we would all love for Greenfest to happen, um, but I'm, I'm not in a position where I can come out and say, oh, yeah, we're doing it for sure. It's 100%. I can tell you I, I'd love to do it 100%, um, but I, I can't predict the future, right? It really is going to all depend on what happens in the next, you know, two, four months, and we'll see, see what happens. I will say that I've been following um, the curve in Idaho compared to other states. And the number of deaths is way lower than Idaho. Also, you have a lower population. So that helps. The big the big problem is going to be um, whether or not we want you here. <laughs> um, yeah, because we're coming from elsewhere. Exactly. Right. So Our, we're, we're coming from Fort Lauderdale. Right. And so if there's yeah. if there's a again transparency and just being forthright you know if we're in a position where the state of idaho is like we don't you know it's like right now there's technically a 12-day quarantine mm-hmm. um and and if there's technically a 12-day quarantine in october i can't just have you guys come here and be like we're just going to ignore that i mean maybe i could it de- it just depends on what the heck happens like you have businesses opening up like against the like the rules and other people being like f you to everything and other people like yeah we're on board and you guys suck the whole world is like psycho yeah and so we <laughs> how, how can anybody predict anything right now right well, it's and, just one one day at a time and that's what we're doing and and arcades are the absolute worst place uh because so, we talk about this so all the time on the show. We, we, we love arcades, at least our generation loves arcades because of the social element. And so you, you're all brought together uh, because of these things you want to play and you want to drop a quarter in. And of course, you know, Grinkers operates on quarters. Uh, and we're sanitizing our quarters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Every time we, every time we collect, well, because you have to have we have to cater, not cater, we have to accommodate the, peop- the people that want to be careful, right? So our, our clientele, our, I shouldn't even say it that way, are the people that hang out here are going to be from a diverse group along that spectrum, right? And so it makes sense to, if they're more careful, show them that you're being more careful. It's the courteous thing to do for people, right? So we're going to collect the quarters. When we collect the quarters from the games, we're just going to dump them in a bucket of... Uh, of sanitizer, um, same thing we use to sanitize like dishes and stuff, and uh, then we're gonna dump them out into a rack, and we're gonna we're gonna video it. <laughs> oh my we're god! Gonna, 
We're going to video the process and we're going to make it an ad. Come, awesome. come, come. Actually, we're not going to do that because we're not going to be publishing anymore or like really pushing it. Um, sure. I want, I, in one of the scenarios in my head, I planned on making that an ad where we'd have like a little three, a three second YouTube pre roll geo targeted to just like the, the Treasure Valley area and just have it be like quarters smashing into a, into a bucket and then dumping into a grate and then you know Grinker's logo with where where even the quarters are sanitized or something you know nice nice um, but um, but yeah we are gonna do that um, anyway just because um, why not the, the, the other element is the the government is supposed to be or is contemplating giving small businesses immunity from lawsuits if anybody does if anybody can trace you back to hey I got sick there and Grinkers wasn't like being good we there's 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 liability financial liability legal liability and so we need to be able to uh, the best defense I think if, if anything ha like that happened the best defense for that is going to be to be able to say hey look at all these protocols we have right we, we were doing the right thing um, and if there's no negligence, I think that we would survive something like that. So I think it's just prudent to to do stuff like that to protect yourself legally. Yeah, yeah. So that's it, go ahead, Brian. It's it's really crazy. I mean, it's a whole new world. We have no idea what this is going to look like. And as things go forward, it's like as we learn more, like things are going to constantly change. And that's one of the things that's a problem. And for businesses, that's a disaster, especially businesses like yours that's a disaster because you you work on like here's what my projections are here's what i'm expecting and yet september could come along and they could say yeah we're only allowed 20 people in your space and that's <laughs> yeah that's i mean that's terrible yeah it's absolutely terrible it's it's out of control it's um i i'm um i'm apolitical on the whole everything so every argument i'm apolitical on all of it i think nice um uh, i think that we uh, I think that honestly, I think that that we're overdue for. Um, I call it. I call it the logic party. So we have the Republican Party. We have the Democratic Party. Somebody needs to create the logic party, where we just look at everything from a logical standpoint without the color of um, politics, politics and stupid shit. Yeah, it's like yeah. why? Why? Why can't? It's 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 embarrassing. In my opinion, it's embarrassing to our species that we've that we're unable to have on both sides, you know, effective governance. It's stupid. Um, you know, if I always I tell my kids, if look at it from the perspective of like if you were like a, a superior alien species and you came to Earth and you like observed what was going on, the first things out of your mouth would be. Okay, so they're all divided up into these different countries. That's that's pretty fucked up, and they, and they and they like and they kill each other routinely. That's pretty fucked up. And then and then they have they all have different financial systems. They don't actually have the same. You have to exchange and do different things. Or um, and um, and, they, and they and they and they bicker over they have languages and they bicker over things. And it's not it's not a productive society. Like. There's like a half a half of our society or half of what we half of what we are is amazing, um, and the other half of what we are is ridiculously stupid, and we need to fix that ridiculously stupid part as a species, in my opinion. 
Sorry, I know this is not oh, this is I, an arcade channel. <laughs> I'm with you, dude. I I totally buy into that outlook, and I like it. The Logic Party. Yeah, and I, I think I think that would be great because there's a uh, there's the polarization is what's killing us. Is it'd be great to have a medium, you know, where we understand each other because of simple logic, you know. Uh, the Mr. Spock Party. That's what I'm calling it. That'd be good. Yeah, I, I would love that where you don't have to talk to anybody and you just sort of, like, you know, you acknowledge them when you walk by. You don't have to say hello. Does yeah. the party get like the like, you know, whatever stun hold, whatever? Wait, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I and want that. It's a yeah. neck grip. The 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 dolphin. I was never a Trekkie. Death grip. Vulcan death grip. The Vulcan yeah. death grip. Really? Were you Star Wars? Is that what? I no, I just I don't know why I just never got into which it. is weird I, I because like you're more of an engineer type. Um, I know it's it's an odd thing, but I am a conundrum. So, so Steve, you've been like you have a bunch of stuff up on uh, for sale now. You've been selling a bunch of games off it. What's tell us about that some? So there's three locations of games: um, Grinkers, My House, and the Warehouse, and the Games that are on Clav and elsewhere are from the warehouse. So I want to, one of the things I want to do is um, make a movie, actually. So I'm going to, um, I'm making room in the warehouse so that the warehouse can function as a set studio. Um, but also, <laughs> um, there's a big secondary motivation, which is cash, right? So yeah. you get... Um, I'm in, I'm in an environment where, um, you know, um, without being too transparent, I've, I'm in, <laughs> I'm in an environment where, you know, you go from like, oh yeah, I'm rocking it to holy fuck, what's happening, you know? Yeah. And, and it's, that's a big, that's a big, it's a massive financial swing, yeah. um, on, on like multiple fronts. The only, the only thing that's, that's doing good for me right now is crypto. So I've got shit, 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 and then crypto. That is awesome. Yep, and so I'm, I'm um, good, good on crypto. I'm good on um, having that buffer of games in storage that creates some nice cash flow, um, and gives me space for the movie. I have, um, I actually had one of the the Grinker staff members um, uh, is a designer, and she modeled um, the ships for me already, and we're gonna have. Uh, it's going to be like um, a B. It'll be a B movie. You know, it's not going to be good. But I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to spend. I'm going to, but I'm going to make it right. I'm going to make the whole thing, and it's going to be. I'm going to, I'm going to own the fact that it's a that it, we're like shooting models, you know, in stop in bad stop motion, and um, we'll have practical smoke effects, and we'll have we will have C, we'll have CGI lasers. Um, but we're gonna make this movie, and we're gonna I'm gonna have a lot of fun with it. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Billy Billy Seven just asked if it was gonna be Joysticks Two, and then <laughs> and then Smokinator suggested Debbie plays Zaxxon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, um, uh, apocalyptic space. Nice. nice. That, I almost feel like that could be like the main title and a subtitle. Joysticks Two. Debbie plays Zaxxon. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, and, and going back to your whole crypto thing, I saw, like, your whole 
farm of miners, I think. I don't know if you have them in multiple places, but that was so cool. I'm like, this is awesome. I, I, I ran two once, like in 2013 and 14, and I mined three Bitcoin. And I thought I was badass, but then I saw what you did, and I'm like, oh, I, I am a chump. <laughs> yeah, well, I would say to anybody, you know, I would say, um, I, honestly, I would say start putting DCA, uh, dollar cost average into crypto. Put in five bucks yeah. a week or 10 bucks a week or 50 bucks a week, whatever you can afford. I just say start buying a little bit of crypto right. and then put it, put it in, you know, get a paper wallet, put it in an envelope. And like, give it to your grandkids. Um, you know, just 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 park it. Um, I've, I'm a hodler. I never sell, so I'm just holding and um, banking for the future. Hopefully, nice. one of the one of the funnier things that happened is my wife and I. I'm actually moving out to Denver in August, and we were saving up for me to take basically the year off and train, do another year of training. And our our accountants kept saying you need to invest the money you need to invest the money you need to invest money and we just dragged our feet on it did sign the documents then march hit and we looked like the smartest people in the world right now <laughs> yeah yeah for sure yeah no it's uh it's crazy out there i'm i'm cautiously optimistic about things um i think that there will be um, um i think that there will be a big fight I think the people will fight to bring things back, um, and I, yeah. so I think I think that uh, um, I think that there's I think that the only reason that our population has survived this long is because one character attribute that we do have that is strong is resilience, and that will probably save us here now too. Um, it's just a question of what. How, how bad it gets before that resilience is able to kick in and save us. Yep. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. So give me a rundown. What do you have? Like, so, I mean, let's, let's pitch some of your games that you're trying to sell to generate some cash. What are you getting no. rid of? Nothing? Uh, well, I'm, I, I thank you. I don't want to pitch games to sell for cash on your show. Well, uh, I, I, mean, I can't, I, ref, I, I declined to do that. I, uh, I, nice. Yeah. Classy, very classy, sir. Very classy. Although I did buy a Tailgunner two right before Ooh. one of our or Tailgunner I, right before. One I kind of want to buy that eyes. I mean, I'm like, it is beautiful. And you have a boot hill up there that I am dying for. The boot hill has a. Uh, it's missing its back door with the bubble for the monitor. Um, but other than that, it's complete. It's a cool. It's a cool game. I have a boot hill um, at home and. Um, I wouldn't be selling that one without it so if I didn't I, have it. Rather. I, I love Boot Hill. I have a gunfight, too. Gunfight, Gunfight's the first one, right? And you can only play with two people. <laughs> and then Boot, Boot Hill's the second one, and you can play against the computer. So, uh, so I have a gunfight, and what I'm thinking is I need to, like, get the Boot Hill and get rid of the gunfight is what I'm, I'm thinking. I'm going to keep both at my house. I, I like Gunfight better because it's the... OG like for me that's like the just like the raw beginning of it. Um, but it's I like having a centipede and a millipede together, kind of. Yeah, but exactly, but but absolutely, if you could only have one, I would definitely go with Boot Hill so you could play against the computer. So Netropolis is asking me or telling me to ask you if you have an exterminator so we can buy it and send it to Adam since he's ah. now back in the chat. <laughs> 
This is a running joke. So I have an exterminator at my house in every we show. We almost made it I one episode without br- mentioning exterminator. I either bring it up or Adam complains about uh, it. Is so, it is it is it dedicated? It is a dedicated, yeah. Nice. I know Island Pirate had an exterminator that looked really good. It was a cool looking exterminator, but it was a conversion. Um Exterminator, that's the one that has like the little poof and the things fly out, right? Yeah, it's got like the the bugs are flying at you. You've got the joysticks that rotate as well as go up and down. You have to pound stuff on the floor and shoot the bugs with your lasers out of your fingers. Yep. (laughs) It's cool, man. So the funny thing about Exterminator, this is kind of a funny thing, and I'm not going to sidetrack too much because Adam will start groaning and making weird noises. Too late. You you can build an exterminator board set for about 120 bucks, brand new. So if you burn ROMs, you can actually make the whole board set for about 120, 160 bucks. The tough part with exterminator are the joysticks, which are like have rotation as well as the analog movement. So, anyways, I have I have plugged exterminator for the show. So Steve, is there anything that you're like? So you're selling stuff off. Is there anything you're looking? For yeah, what are you looking next for? Game? Yeah. What? Okay. Good. Yeah. I will. I will definitely pitch that. hundred percent. I'm still hundred percent on that. I need um, a lunar rescue, a Tato lunar rescue. It's the earlier generation Tato with the flat top. Um, look, at, look at Brian. He's he's making the gesture. I have a lunar rescue cocktail. Oh. Uh, I I can't do a cocktail. The, the the problem is is that people in this environment people will only sit down at. Miss Pack, Pack, yep. Galaga, Donkey Kong, like the main ones. Otherwise, they just won't sit down in it. We have a, we have a Space Firebird. That's a f- totally fun game, Beautiful. but nobody ever plays it. I play it, but okay. Like it's Thanks. the you, the original one was that twenty five inch black and white monitor with the overlay, which is kind of cool. So what what else are you looking for? Um, there's a, there's a specific game I'm thinking of. Um, it is. That was Tato. Um, Nintendo's. No. Man. No. No. No interest in Nintendo Hellfire. Yoetti asked about Blaster. Who has a Hellfire for sale? Uh, nobody. But do you, is that what you're interested in? Doesn't. <laughs> well, I would definitely. I would. I would. I would a thousand percent be interested in a Nintendo Hellfire. Yes. Okay. Um, like like way over the top. But I don't. I don't put. I don't picture that. I don't put that really on the on the achievable scale too much. You have one, don't you? I do, yeah. I, yeah. I know a couple guys, and we're all like, eh, eh, you know, <laughs> we're like really weird about our game, but... I yeah, have for sure. I've stopped putting stuff on the unachievable scale, because every time I say, there's no way I'm going to get this game, the shit shows up, and it's not a good thing. Like, normally that's a good thing, and it's gotten to the point where it's a bad thing, So I'm like, there's no way I'm going to find a tail gun or two, and then my buddy's like, hey... I know a guy with a tail gunner too. I didn't even tell you that. Wow. I know that there was a recently. I found a Space Fury. I, I was looking for a Space Fury for a long time, and we got a Space Fury. Um, there's the Lunar Rescue that we were talking about. Uh, this is another game I know I'm looking for. I can't remember. There's like there's Boxing Bugs. Um, there's um, um, War of the Worlds. Um, oh yeah. Any of any of those rare vectors. Um, any and any and every vector that I don't have, I'm I would love to find. <laughs> right. I do. Um, I do have a War of the Worlds, but I am not letting that one go. Oh um, man, that's fantastic. Cause that's great. You got a great collection, man. Wow. It, it's a little different. It's a it's a very odd collection. 
Is there anything that you're looking for? Uh, let's see. Uh, I am well. Boot Hill. I keep trying to talk myself out of yours. I'll give uh, you. Th- I'll give three Boot Hills. <laughs> wow. Actually, the one, the, the two games. So there's actually this is really funny. A our, one of our ghosts, who's or ghosts, our guests, Jesus, who is uh, was on a few weeks ago, turned me on to a game that I am now pissed off that she did. This is Crater Raider, and. I like I love games that break and have mirrors, and Crater Raider hits both of those. Um, so that's one, and the other one that is fascinating to me is Golly Ghost. I would love a Golly Ghost, um, and I found a couple, but I've never been able to pull off actually uh, finishing the deal. That game just—I mean, the whole idea of the electromechanical with the uh, video overlay to me—that's an amazing setup. Those are the games that I gravitate towards. Are these ones that, like, you know, if they break, you're fucked. I mean, you can't. <laughs> is it, all right, there goes the child show. But like, you can't do anything. Yeah, there's you're, no you're way, way beyond that. Yeah. Right. So, but uh, those are the two that I, I really would love to. I'd love to get my hands on. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't think those are like more unobtainium than uh, Mark's I, game. Well, I, this is what happens. Like I said, so actually, uh, I mean, every now and then I'll say, like, I want to get this game. And then, like, two weeks later, somebody says, oh, I have this. I mean, Cosmic Cruiser was one of those. I said, I really want to get this game. Two weeks later, somebody's like, hey, I'll sell you the Cruiser. And so I've stopped. I've, I keep trying to push it up a level. And that level keeps going. Like, somebody calls me and says, hey, I've got this game. Are you interested? And it's like, ah, shit. And then my wife is not thrilled about it. Ah. Uh. I know, but I'm selling four pinballs between tonight and tomorrow, so she's happy. Sweet. Which ones did? Starship Troopers, Hyperball, Rapid Fire, and Street Fighter Two. Nothing yes. great. Hmm. That's a classic set of. I don't need those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially Street Fighter Two. I owned a Street Fighter Two for like four months. Like I, I was like <laughs> sold. You know. Yeah. Fighting games. The, the the pinball Street Fighter two pinball games, right? I mean, I enjoyed the little you know you beat up the little car under the thing and then what's that? Oh, Orbiter! Oh, that's your dog. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Orbiter is a cool game. Uh, uh, Chris Graham is <laughs> commenting in the chat. Yeah, I, I'm still looking for a Dragon Slayer. So one day. I have one of those. So you have one. Three. You're yeah. pointing above your tempest. What do you? Wait, it's why is your tempest over, off? It's beyond your. It's, your tempest oh, is off. My 6100 died. Hold on. No. Yes. Let's see, that's Don't shocking. <laughs> oh man, we're gonna we're gonna be able to go to the video of the show and back it up to see what it died. <laughs> that's hilarious. So let's see if I can turn it on and off, and it goes. Uh, Oh, he's got to hook up to Alexa, probably. Oh, there we go. I am looking for the guts to uh, a It didn't even turn off for a minute. All right. That's a a tough one. That one I can keep an eye open for. It took me forever to find a Super Don Quixote. Forever to find one of those. Now your Tempest is all the way off. I know. I'm leaving it off for a minute. This is depressing. (laughs) 
<laughs> Christopher says he smells smoke. <laughs> no. <laughs> There's no smoke. I'm a little stuffed I know. up. I, I have a dry cough, <clears throat> and I have a it, temperature. So so when I got the Omega race, it worked perfectly as soon as I fired it up. But Space Zap was dead upon arrival, and I learned that, you know, there's like five boards that go into yeah. the little... Yeah. Well, apparently, I had, I took them out and put them back in, but I needed to shove harder. Mm. I did not know this. I, I was pushing down on one, and I'm like, oh, it went down a little bit more, and then it started. And I was like, yeah. So how many times have you played Omega Race since you got it? Uh, Omega Race, about five times, and Space App, about three times. Space App has a high-score save kit, so it's pretty cool in that way. Um, I'm thinking about it for this one, but... Speaking of which, I need to uh, quick do a shout out to High Score Saves. Uh, I got a, you know, uh, centipede, millipede, super breakout warlords kit from him. Mm. And uh, when I put the 6502 in, I think I bent one of the pins, uh, one of the receiving pins, actually. Uh, so I don't know how that happens, but it, it wasn't working. Ah. And he but, gave you another one. Anyway, he's sending it back uh, fixed with a 6502 in it gratis. Ice cold beer. It's pretty nice. So you've changed the angle of stuff. I was like, what's mm-hmm. that? I, I'm trying to change the subject. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be too transparent. Okay, so. Wait, so Steve, um, you know, last time we were at Grinker's. You guys were just starting, you know, you'd built out the wall in front of that area, literally, like, the day of. Did, so, did, did you, like, is there air conditioning in there? Like, what did you eventually end up with in that little spot spot for entry? Um, so, that was all about to happen the same time that we got shut down. So, oh. is it? Because until then it was still cold-ish, right? So we didn't need we didn't need air conditioning. So we were gonna put a uh, we had a guy come out and give us a quote and and uh, but that project got stopped. And so now we're we really don't have to worry about it because we're not staffing anybody up there at least yeah. not for now because um, you know at the, at the the biggest risk we have is um, that we declare thirty percent occupancy, but then. 200% occupancy shows up. Um, there's um, there's that there's an ice cream place somewhere in the country where they opened up their first day and there was like tons and tons and tons of people showed up and it was a bad scene. And like the guests were, the customers were like like screaming at the staff. We, get, we have to avoid that, right? Um, right? We can't. So even if we weren't making our other changes, We'd still have to go um, reservation only, and we're we're gonna lock the front door. Um, so when uh, we're we're telling people this weekend, we're telling people um, if you have a reservation, use the back door, or when you arrive, give us a call, and that prevents us from being bum rushed. You know, right. um, I can't. We can't. It's really easy to all of a sudden find yourself overwhelmed, right? And so if we don't, if we don't take control before we start we are we're at risk of all of a sudden just being like oh wow there's 300 people in here and uh now we're on the news and then we've just right. alienated 
we just alienated half of our clientele or half of our half of our friends, half of our customers. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And I was following you like just before, like you had you had created some rules like every other game. Is that gonna continue or what's the yeah, so in, in Idaho, we're in phase two as of Saturday. And so um, to follow that rule set, um, yeah, there's going to be um, you're not allowed to play a game within two games of any other guest unless that person um, lives in your home. Right. Um, and uh, that's going to be self-imposed on the arcade games. And on the pinballs, we're turning off two in between uh, oh, wow. because people won't have the self-control on the pinballs. They just they just won't. Right. Um, and that that's and that's only for uh, a couple weeks. Um, well, it depends on what we do, like what we decide. So I, I would imagine that they're going to. I think the the plan that most states have laid out is going to. It currently goes too far from a what's actually going to happen perspective from an actually what's going to happen perspective. I think they're going to stop us about halfway and say that this, like every other table in the restaurant has to be a uh, closed. I think that part is probably going to last for, you know, six months till, till spring, you know, who knows. But, um, if that's true, if they, if, if once the dust settles, they say, Hey, this part needs to sustain, um, which is what I think is going to happen. Which is, um, and then um, I don't know. Again, it comes back into we'll figure it out when we get right. there. But um, yeah, we're 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 trying to follow the rules so we don't find ourselves in legal trouble if if the worst case happens. I actually kind of dig the reservation only model. I don't. Um, I, I mean, what's your opinion on that? I mean, because like you had some trouble anyway. Uh, and now this gives you the opportunity to sort of dictate who comes into the establishment. Well, exactly. It's it is a to one extent it's a natural progression of what we had already started. Um, it's definitely a more extreme progression than what I had planned. Yeah. But I think but I think with the combination of Reduced occupancy and people being sketched out. I think it's the, you know, I wouldn't be making the decision if I didn't think it was the right decision. Sure. And it's the it's the it's the it's the best decision I can make with <laughs> the information I have. And we'll see again. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But my goal, my goal, just to be clear, my goal is for Grinkers to continue in perpetuity. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm committed to finding the path that will work. Um, but I'm, I'm one thing I'm not going to do is go back to what it was. So, um, it'll be, uh, an interesting, another journey. Um, but, um, it's going to be cool. I, I'm, 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 I am liking it. Honestly, there's a part of me that likes it a lot. Um, there's a part of, there's a part of me that likes it a lot. And there's a part of me that is also sad because, it's also nice when a kid can just like ride his bike up and it's like, oh, this place, and it's just really casual and, and, and informal. You know, that's what we had, right? We had informal. Um, but when when people that abuse stuff come into play and this crazy economic situation comes into play, you adjust course and you have to you do what you have to to keep the good parts going. 
and and that's what I'm one thing I'm really trying to do is on the inside, on the inside nothing changes, right? So once once you've gone through that process, um, once you're inside your home again, and I think that is going to be the key, right? So um, uh, few fewer people, more intimate, yeah, reservation only, and um, a little bit more um, like. I don't want to say exclusive, but more like um, like this, like I, you feel like you're part of something, um, and right. that's that's what I want. That's what I'm what I'm shooting for is I want the people that are coming here to feel like they're part of Grinkers, um, and um, the people that are just kind of passing by, they really don't give it two two cares. Then <laughs> will will uh, then it's okay. They can pass by, right? And so. Yeah. Um, it's a, it was, it's tough to do, but I think it's the right thing to do. So here we are. Nice. I'm ready. Yep. And hey, chatters, if I don't know how many of you've been to Greenfest, but, and I, and I've touted this many times, uh, and I'm going to wrap up the show with this comment, but, um, and, and Steve stick with us cause we want to talk with you a little bit afterward, but, um, okay. the, uh, the, uh, the, the fact of the matter is, uh, there are, are very few arcades like this that exist in the United States, if not the world. Um, and, uh, I mean, I, only, I heard of Grinkfest, you know, a couple years after it started, and I got to come out there and and be a part of that um, with our team live. The first year we did it live um, at the show, at, at, your, um, at your establishment. And the thing that struck me is this is the arcade that if I could, and I, I don't know if I've, I know I've told you this before, Steve, but if I could build an arcade and curate the games that you have at that arcade, which are you know, uh, it's the Bronze Age to the Golden Age with a few smattering of '90s games, and a, a you know a decent number of pinball, but it is literally <laughs> what I would want my arcade to be. Um, Aside from your music selection, sometimes, but otherwise, I really, really. Love oh man, I, I was going to ask about the music selection. No, I'm just kidding. But my point is, my point is, is that when you walk into this place, you feel that nostalgia, and especially Greenfest is, uh, and and thanks to the arcade hangouts guys too, because, I mean, they really facilitate an event that allows us to really reach back to that time where we walked into Aladdin's castle or showbiz or wherever it was we're going at the time. And we're like, you know, uh, we may not have talked to each other because we didn't know each other, but we felt like, like it was a social situation. And this is a social environment. And we have our fingerprints all over these joysticks and control panels. And God bless God, you know, uh, Bob Zarzadek. God because bless God. God. God bless God. God bless Bob <laughs> Zarzadek because, you know, He's the control panel expert, and he's probably, you know, he's, you know, he's been cleaning a lot of control panels. He's been cleaning a lot of control panels. So the point is, is that if you have a chance to go to Grinkers this year at Grinkfest, if it happens, which it might not, you know, we might be Aww. we might be uh, rolling back this whole situation in a couple months, or it, we might, and we have to all just be careful. And uh, I might take a car instead of a plane. I don't know. But the point is, is that this is, to me, the best arcade in the United States. Yes. So I'm going to just 
rubber stamp that right now. <laughs> you can't go anywhere else and play the games you have that are working. And Buffett and, and you and a whole staff of people go into make these things work for Greenfest uh, the weekend of. But largely, they work year-round. And that is a feat in and of itself. Buffett, Game Fixer, Blind Dog, Hattrick, Hattrick's dad, Mike, Wes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch. There's a bunch of guys that put in a lot of work. Um, and honestly, throughout the years, it's um, you know, Grinkers is my place from like a. You know, I guess it's 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 my place legally, but there's been a ton of people that have contributed here. Um, people from Clav that have sold us games. You know, they people have sold us games that they weren't planning on selling because they, they thought it would be cool here, right? So there's been a, a fair amount of that, a good amount of that that's happened um, that has resulted in this place being able to grow into what it is. And so if you're one of those people um, that helped anywhere along the way, uh, you guys know who you are, and uh, you know you guys certainly deserve part of the credit for what is here, and I, I'm thankful to you. By the way, uh, in my arcade, whenever I turn the arcade on now, my lights are red. Yes, nice. it's red. the best. It's the best color. <laughs> Chris, like has some, <laughs> Chris has to be of a gal's panic. A gal? I'll just we'll what? just we'll just keep moving. We'll why, just keep moving. Why does doesn't he ask that every week? Somebody asks that like every week. Who's got a gal's panic? Who the hell cares? If you and need to look at porn, just go look at porn. You don't have to like try to unlock what? it with a, a kick's game. Like him, seriously, it says he's moving to Idaho to become a quarter washer. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. You're, you're hired. Done. Brian, do you have your tab open? I listen. I'm waiting. It's right here. It's like big. It's like this. You know, Adam's first, then me, then Mark, then Adam. I'm gonna get another beer. Oh, he's just gonna exit stage left. Even <laughs> down on the floor. So he did it. <laughs> well, he's got you know. And I got in 22 minutes. Somebody is coming to pick up my Street Fighter too. Oh, all right. That is, and hopefully under COVID rules. Yes, he's already paid for. Just touch elbows. Who's who's doing that? Who's picking it up? I hope it's still there. Do we know? Is it Paul Saarinen? It is Paul. I know it's Paul. It's not Paul. It's some guy coming in for. I don't know. You want like really? I've got my tab open. You know, I was (laughs) Paul and him would just do it during the day. I was actually thinking that it'd be. I might buy Paul's Area Fifty One because I actually like that game. Aaron. It's Aaron is coming from lacrosse. Oh, oh, it's a it's a bit uh-huh. of a it's a bit of a drive. Oh, caution tape. Where are yeah. you gonna put that? What's that? <laughs> he had caution tape. Steve caution had some tape. caution tape. Yellow. There <laughs> we go. Let's put it across. <laughs> what was it for? <laughs> it's backwards. It's we have to uh, um, we have to. I don't, I don't want to remove tables and chairs because. <laughs> I just it'll make the place look empty, right? So I'm just gonna I'm gonna gonna tape them off. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that yeah. way you don't have to, you know, change your layouts so. or just add a bunch of games there. Who the hell cares? <laughs> that would be a lot of work. Yeah, because you yeah, probably have no, to drop electricity and all that stuff. But I, 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 one thing I've been struggling with. Hey, it's Mrs. Timerunner again. Hello, Mrs. Timerunner again. 
Um, the, um, the, the, um, shit. Uh, <laughs> I do this. Um, I don't even remember. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> well, on that note, maybe we should just wrap up. <sighs> Which means... I need I'm- a tab! All right. I just want to thank everyone again for listening this week on the Double R's. That's Arcade Radio. I appreciate Adam taking a while, but I had it open. Like us at Facebook at Arcade Radio or check us out at our semi-regularly updated blog at ArcadeRadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. Call and leave comments and questions on the game line 612-548-GAME. That's 4263 in case you can't spell game. (laughs) This is you, Adam. Adam. Excuse me. Uh, Yes. So uh, become a supporter of the show uh, and visit patreon.com slash arcade radio. We have three levels right now. Arcade cadet, arcade captain, and arcade colonel. You might know what the next two are. But uh, but we're just a dollar a month, two dollars a month, or three dollars a month, and it would really help to keep things going for the show, so we can pay for space and technology and all that stuff. Nobody gets paid on this show, but we would we'd appreciate anything you'd like to offer. Uh, check out Patreon. Someone asked about that last week, so Patreon.com/slash Arcade Radio. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live. It's so hey, weird. Hey, you can you also should, subs- what you guys should do. You guys should use super chats. Yeah, super chat. Oh, well, that sounds good. We'll do that next. Who? Okay, I'll, yeah, I'll, su- I'll, su- I'll, I'll super chat you guys. All right. Okay. Hey, you can also subscribe to our podcast on Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever podcasts are streamed. Huh. Sweet. That means uh, that's gonna be it for this week. So from the Arcade Radio team to you, we hope you had a great time, and we'll see you in the next episode. And here we go. Hands off. <laughs> <laughs>